Badass. Welcome to the Radiant Badass. If you like your suburban mom with a side of punk and your spirituality laced with pop culture references, friend, you are home. I'm your host, Elizabeth Holmes. I'm so glad you're here. Let's have some fun. Okay, guys, welcome to the show. And we kind of have a new topic today. Why am I covering these kind of new topics? Because it is one of those moments in time where I actually truly miss working in an office environment. That does not happen very often. I do not miss very many things about the office environment. But I watched two new movies over the weekend, and I really want to talk about them. To be real, if I did work in an office environment, I would totally be hanging out a little extra long by the coffee maker, trying to engage my coworkers in a conversation if they've seen the movies, or trying to convince those that haven't seen these movies to go see them and to report back to me immediately so we could discuss. I have always been like this. It's a bit of my impatient Aries tied with that Enneagram three part that wants me to help everyone be their best self. And it's not not annoying. Like, I get that. It's not the best color on me. And I know I don't usually talk about movies on the podcast. And why is that? The biggest reason is mostly because I don't watch that many movies anymore that aren't Marvel or animated movies. And just a little side note, I have not watched the Jared Leto project, and it's possible I'll be skipping that one since I'm a little morally opposed to Jordan Canelano lately. So that's a little asterisk on my Marvel watching. But everybody and their dog talks about Marvel movies. I mean, they talk them to death. And honestly, people also talk animated movies to death. I mean, like the big animated movies. And I feel like if you want to see those types of movies, you usually go to see those movies. Like, you're either a person who's going to watch Encanto, or you're probably not. I am an Encanto person, and for the record, I would rate Encanto as a bop. So I just feel like there's not much call to talk about those kinds of movies. Then those are the movies that I see. And the other type of movie I watch a lot of right now at this moment in my life are Hallmark movies. Yeah, I watch them all year long, friends. And those are just what they are. Again, you're either a person who watches them or you're not. And they're basically all the same movie. So what's the difference? Like, I'm not gonna, I don't prefer one over, over the other. Like, it's the same. Like, they're the McDonald's of movies or the Starbucks of movies, I guess. You know what you're getting. I would clarify that I watch a lot of parts of Hallmark movies. Like, it's kind of background noise for me. But recently, I did watch a whole Hallmark movie from start to finish. And I realized that my way of watching those movies kind of popping in and out, off and on, and then, like, really buckling down and watching the final 10 minutes is really the superior way to watch those movies. It might be the only way that I could watch those movies. Like the full force of the corniness when I did the entire sit through was a bit much, like even for me. And I like corny. I'm, I'm good with corny. I want to say Hallmark, if you're listening, about 30% of your leading men need to be about 42% hotter. The men are simply not keeping pace with the women in terms of attractiveness. 
And it's making it look like those women are kind of settling. And uh, that's not the message you want to send, Hallmark. I don't think that's in one of your cards. Like, congratulations for settling. (laughs) That was kind of corny. Anyway, corniness is catching, I guess. So back to the topic at hand, these movies that I saw. I actually went to the movie theater and saw two different movies over the weekend. I know, so crazy. It has been a whole last minute since that happened. I mean, the twice thing. Of course, I was in the theater to see Studio 666, although that is now streaming. That's my plug for that. You can check out my episode where I talk about Studio 666. In fact, I'll link that in the notes. But neither of these movies I saw over the weekend was Marvel uh, or animated. So Friday night, we went to my hometown's single screen refurbished movie palace to see everything everywhere all at once. I legit had to look up the name because I keep getting it slightly wrong in that embarrassing mom-like way. Like when I couldn't remember the name of that song, Desposito, and I called it Despacho, and my kid still mocks me about that one. So looked that up so I could get it right. And that movie is so good. It is solid filmmaking on all the levels. And I'm not going to go into details in part because I noticed I end up sounding like an excited six-year-old when I'm describing movies to somebody. I'm kind of like, and then the man went to the bank and there was an explosion. But, oh, wait, like, did I say that the lady was there? It's like that kind of thing. And also, if I gave you details on this one, I think it might be less impactful when you see it. I think you should see it like as fresh as possible. And I would just harangue you by the coffee maker if we were in person and say, oh, it's about a woman trying to get her taxes worked out. And I'd give you like a little coy smile. So you'd come back and be like, that is not what it's about. And I'd be like, (laughs) anyway, (laughs) I kept seeing tons of praise for it online. People were saying it's like the best movie they've ever seen. But People were also nice in that they weren't specific about the details, so that I didn't see a single spoiler, really. But God, like, I love Hong Kong action films. I have since I discovered them through an old dumbass boyfriend in my teens. And just shout out to that dumbass. I did leave that relationship with something valuable. Thank you for giving me the martial arts and Hong Kong action films and then getting the hell out of my life. It stars Michelle Yeoh, a perfect example of a full-bodied badass. And uh, I'm probably going to con- pronounce this wrong, but Guy Hyo Kwan. From, he's the kid from Goonies and Indiana Jones, all grown up. A fabulous story if you want to check that out online. It's like a 20-year break from acting and roars back with this one. Good job. Jamie Lee Curtis has a supporting role that she absolutely murders. And, you know, the last movie I saw JLC in was Knives Out, and she murdered that role, too. So she knows how to pick the good roles, doesn't she? She's one of my favorite nepotism babies right there. This movie is excellent storytelling with an absurdist bent that I loved. So if I were giving it a rating like I was a movie critic and I had to give it a rating, I would give it a full Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon with a heaping side of badassery. What? I get to make my own rating system on my show. So I was riding high from that great movie in the art house, basically in our house. We doubled down and made the bold decision to see another movie the next day. I know we're like, we're just getting crazy here in 2022. 
When we got to the theater, there were only two other people during the showing. And it was an early evening on a Saturday. So pretty light crowd. I felt like that was a travesty because we were seeing the unbearable weight of massive talent, or as I call it, the Nick Cage movie. And the travesty was more people should be watching this movie all of the time. I call it the Nick Cage movie. My sister calls it the Pedro Pascal movie. Pick your poison. I mean, of course I'm predisposed to like this movie. It's Nick Cage. And he's had my heart since he pretty much apropos of nothing, pulled out a little whistle from his shirt pocket and did like a half-hearted blow into it while looking yearningly over the San Fernando Valley in his debut leading role, which was Valley Girl, which I went on about in episode seven of this podcast. You should check it out. I'll also link that in notes. But ever since he just pulled that stupid whistle out of his pocket and just kind of blew on it, Like, he had my heart. That was it. I'll admit I haven't watched everything he's done, uh, but I constantly root for him. And this film is a worthy vehicle for his rightly named massive talent. All the supporting performances are also extremely strong. I haven't laughed that much in a movie in ages. And there's several Easter eggs from his other movies that are just a delight to see. So if I were going to rate this one, I would give it a hotter than Georgia asphalt. One thing I noticed is neither of these movies relied on special effects to fully carry the film. And that felt like a real novelty. In addition, as a woman of a certain age, did I love to see Michelle kicking ass as the superhero type? Yes, obviously. More of that, please. And in the other film, Nicolas Cage fully unleashed in a movie that almost felt like a greatest hits compilation. (sighs) Yes, please don't mind if I do. Also, I'd like to offer a tip of the hat to the pandemic induced movie improvement of assigned seating. Like I can pop online before the movie starts and see how many pre-solds are there to decide if it's worth it. And I absolutely love that. And that is not even entirely public health related. I just don't like crowded movie theaters. So I guess that wraps up a Radiant Watches episode. Technically, I suppose it's the second Radiant Watches. Uh, But now that I'm broadening my viewing options again, maybe I'll be back with more. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'd love to hear what you thought of these movies. If you see them, you should see them. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please sign up for my newsletter through my website so you can keep up with Radiant Recommends. And I will see you all next week right back here. Thanks for listening. I'd love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave me a solid review. If you want to take this to the next level, you can sign up for my newsletter at radiantbadass.com. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at radiantbadass. You know, I'd love to hear from you. And as always, thank you to my producer and coach, Chris Martin. Hit him up at curiosity.builders or Chris Martin Studios for your chance to work with him. This has been the Radiant Badass. I'm Elizabeth Holmes. See you next time.